0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. (laughs) What are you guys doing? Putting on the foil. Every game. Yeah, you want some? Uh, (laughs) No. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmied, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins, on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's show, David Krejci is going back to the Czech Republic, and the Bee's goaltending situation is moving forward. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, after Taylor Hall signs a multi-contract, uh, the Bees, basically all they had to do was go out and sign David Krejci and our second line would have been all set for the, for next season. Well, nope, a change is coming and David Krejci is no longer a Boston Bruin. He is now playing in his home country of the Czech Republic. And let me tell you something, I'm a little bothered that he waited this long to tell the team he wasn't coming back to Boston. He couldn't, have told them, you know, sometime when the season was over, you know, or give them any indication, you know, during a 50 game schedule, at least, you know, let the let these guys let the front office know that you're going to be moving forward by, you know, not wanting to come back, you know? You know, this would have given Don Sweeney and the rest of the team rest of the front office time to plan going in the free agency or making some kind of a trade at the draft. And to be honest, I think that they could have made a, a really good push for Jack Eichel at the draft if you know they knew what was coming, and they didn't know. So instead, they have to go look at, at the existing roster for someone to replace him. Now, I know one possibility is moving forward with Charlie Coyle up from the third line. All right, I can see that. I can see him playing with Taylor Hall, and maybe actually, ha- you know, having a great, you know, season with Taylor Hall. So that's gonna be that's gonna be one move. Now maybe you throw in, you know, uh, Jack Stanika into that slot. Maybe that'll jumpstart Jack Stanika's career. You know, he's he's had a little, he's had a pretty decent, you know, season or time with the Bruins. But um, maybe maybe it's time we put Jack Tanika in there, you know, or even there's a good chance maybe John Beecher would be the answer for that because they've been talking about how great John, John Beecher, you know, is going to take over, is possibly going to be Bergeron's replacement someday. So maybe it's time we put John, you know, the team puts John Beecher, you know, put John Beecher on the second line and see how he does with Taylor Hall and and possibly maybe throw Jake DeBrusque on the right side. Who knows? But, you know, could, could they make a trade for a playmaking center? You know what? Yes, but it will probably come with a big price tag. I mean, come on, guys. You know, I mean, think about it. It's going to cost you picks, a few roster players, maybe some prospects, and who knows? And I know that Jack Eichel's name has been thrown around and you and you would have to give up a lot. I'm telling you, you would have to give up a lot. And I don't mean picks. All right? Yeah, you would have to give up picks. You probably some prospects. You know, maybe maybe you would have to give up a John Beecher or a Jack Stanica or somebody like that. But they would also have to move. Because Buffalo would want would want somebody like a McAvoy or a Pasternak. and that isn't happening. No F and way is that gonna happen. I mean, if that were to happen, the Bruins fans would go nuts because of that. The Bruins fans would go crazy if you were to trade those two guys or even Bergeron or even or even you know Marshawn. they would probably go crazy if you went out and you traded Jeremy Swayman. So, you know, what are you gonna get for it? What exactly are you going what could you get for, you know, what could what would you give up for a playmaking center? I mean, I would give up probably John Beecher for, you know, to get a get a playmaking center. You know, how about, you know, even one idea I threw around that was probably I don't know if he's, I don't think he's a free agent or not, but I was actually thinking at one point Joe Thornton would be make a pretty decent, you know, maybe bring Jack, you know, have him play on the second line. But they have to fill, they have to find a way to fill that second hole. And if the, if it goes to Charlie Coyle, great. But I have a feeling that he's, you know, they're they're going to be in trouble if they don't find a legit playmaking center you know i don't know who else is out there right now you know i don't you know if there's any good free agent centers is there you know the only way to possibly get a decent playmaking center for that second line is going to be through a trade and that's not going to happen unless you give up picks prospects and a roster play, and a couple of roster players or maybe even one roster player i mean i've i've even heard i've even heard like crazy stuff that you know Jack Eichel. You know that Jack Eichel is being. You know is he's being shopped around. You know there there's there's talk that he is being shopped around and he could be going to the Rangers. Now what are the what would the Rangers be willing to give up in that position? It would be interesting to see. You know what. You know if somebody really wants Jack Eichel, if somebody steals Jack Eichel in a major deal. I mean you know with giving without giving up their top top players but i think i don't think you know if all this talk about jack eichel coming to the bruins how are they going to get him here because you know that you know like i said the rangers have been in, have been a team interested in eichel what are they going to give up are they going to give up you know adam fox are they going to give up lafreniere are they going to give up you know are they you know i know zabenjad is going to be signing a new new contract um you know what, are the, what would they give up would they give up one of their would they give up shustekin so you know what are they willing to give up you know it's going to be really weird to see where jack eichel will end up and what the asking price is because right now if you're a bruins fan you don't want to see McAvoy. you don't want to see you know Pasta, you don't want to see Marshawn. You don't want to see Hall. You don't want to see any of these guys go. You know, you don't want to see. So I can da- guarantee you that if they, the Bruins were, would have traded Jeremy Swayman instead of uh, instead of Dan Vladar, oh, the Bruins fans would have gone nuts. They would have gone nuts over this. But you know, that's that's the next big question going into next season. You know, the goaltending. What about Tuca? Will he do what Krejci did and leave the hub to play over in Finland? Now, I know, I know that he has said that he would be, he wants to play in Boston. I mean, but, you know, he's probably talking about not playing for another, he won't play with any other NHL team but the Boston Bruins. I mean, he could possibly, you know, go back to, to the team he owns over in Finland. So, who knows? Maybe he pulls a Krejci and does it, and I can tell you right now that there are probably a lot of fans, Bruins fans out there, that would be happy that it happened. Now, he also had off-season surgery, so he that could play a factor, too. You know, he'll be out until January or February. Excuse me, February. And... So he may not make a decision right away. He may hold, he may actually not make a decision until after the season starts and see what's happening with, with Olmark and Swayman. You know, so that, that you know, who's going to be in between the pipes for next season? Well, we all knew Jeremy Swayman would be here, but the Bees went out and signed Linus Olmark to a four year contract. And then they go ahead and trade traded away Dan Vladar to Calgary for a third round pick in 2022. So my guess is that it's going to be Olmark and Swayman to start the season. We all know it was going to be Swayman and somebody. You know, will will Olmark be the number one guy? Will it be Swayman? And what does this mean if Tuca Tuca? You know, if Tuca comes back. Or does he come back at all? You know, what's gonna happen with this? You know, you're you're thinking about the goaltending. You know, last year it was it was it was it was I mean, you know, you really know that Swayman is gonna be the future of this team. Okay? Swayman is gonna be the future of this hockey team, and you know, we don't know what's gonna happen with two we still don't know what's gonna happen to Tuco. But I think it was a really good idea to go pick up some some added insurance, you know. Olmark, you know, has has a rep, you know. He's played in Buffalo, he hasn't had it really well, and you know, for him, for him, this is a pretty decent move. And I have a feeling that maybe the Olmark, Olmark and Sweeman tandem, we could see for a for at least the next four years. And to be honest, I think Olmark is going to have. In a spectacular season. He's playing for, he's not playing for the worst team in the league. And, you know, think about the defense. He's got a little bit of offense in front of him. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. And I have a feeling the kid's going to be happy in Boston. And as far as Swayman goes, Swayman's going to be able to learn a lot. Playing behind all Mar- you know, all Mark. So that, to be honest, that's going to be your future goaltending tandem. And one thing's for sure, I could tell you right now, the Tuca haters are going to be happy if he doesn't come back. If these two kids are going to be playing well, and by the time Tuca comes back, and they're in first place, and they have the best record, I, I don't see Tuca Rask putting on the black and gold. I don't see it, unless, unless the Bruins make the playoffs and he's fresh and ready to go for the playoffs. But if Allmark and Swayman are having a spectacular year, I don't think Tuka's coming back. And a lot of people out there are gonna be happy to see it. But if the Bruins if Allmark and Swayman aren't having a good first half of the year, I mean if the Bruins are like sitting like almost dead last, you know, in in the division or in the conference, I can guarantee you there's gonna be a lot of ass kissing for Tuka rask to come back. Alright, because I don't wanna I don't wanna hear people bitch and moan about how bad Tuka sucks and everything else when these two kids are probably when if these two kids are sucking. And then Tuka comes back and he and they ride him all the way through to a playoff spot and into the and all the way through the playoffs. Then we get a chance to see who the real Tuka is. And to be honest I, I hope I honestly you know there's you know there's a part of me that wishes that Omar and Swayman would have a the beginning of the season would be a disaster with these two teams with these two kids in net. and then Tuca comes back and they ride him you know from from maybe January, February all the way up, make the playoffs and then have a tremendous playoff run and winning the cup. That would probably shut the Tuca haters up. That Tuca is is still an elite goaltender's league, but then again, I don't want to see the two kids screw up either. So I don't want to see them fail either. But still, you know, it's good, probably going to wind up happening. So we're gonna. It's going to be an interest. It's going to be interesting for sure. I mean, the thing is, you know, all the Bruins fans out there, including myself, you know. You know, like Swayman, we like Frederick, we like the young kids coming in. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know to see what happens as far as the the second line center is. I mean, I'm hoping, I'm actually hoping they do give John Beecher a shot or Jack Stanica in that slot and see what he can do. You know, and then you have Allmark and Swayman. So basically, you're looking at your future here. And to be honest, I think that the future. Is right now. I mean, they keep talking about, you know, we have to win for the core group. We have to win for the core group. We have to win. I think that you got to you you got to slowly start to rebuild with this team. All right, you have you already have Pasternak. You already have, you know, McAvoy back there. You got Grizzlick, You got Carlo there. You know, you have Allmark. You know, you're gonna have Swayman. You're gonna have Stanika. You know, you're gonna have some of these other kids from Providence, and I think there's gonna be a pretty nice little young core group there that'll probably be able to, you know, make a run at a cup for in a couple of years. Because they're not gonna, they are not gonna, it within the next like, you know, two or three years, the team isn't gonna be, isn't gonna be that good. Trust me, it's not gonna be that good. And a lot of us, a lot of Bruins fans are going to get frustrated, all right? But the thing is, they got to build on this team. They, they had a pretty decent pretty decent draft, and I think they learned from the 2015 draft that you really can't, you have to look at, you ha, really have to look at the player. Yeah, I know that there's some guys, some guys that they drafted have some pro, some, you know, problems. But still... You know, you don't want to repeat 2015, and I have a feeling that they didn't in the last two drafts. So we're probably looking at a couple, maybe four or five years before, you know, things are going to turn around, you know, maybe before things, like, really get going again. But I have a feeling the next maybe one, two, or three years, they're going to struggle. The Bruins are going to struggle. The young guys are going to struggle. You're not going to have, you know, if he can hold on a little bit, you know, you might still have Bergeron. You might still have... Marshawn here, but still, it's gotta be it's gotta be the young guy's time. I think it's honestly, I think it's it's about time the Bruins kinda started changing things up a little bit of a rebuild. Not a massive rebuild where you're having fire sales and everything, but still you gotta have you gotta have what's the word I'm looking for? and eh, never mind. <laughs> But, you know, in a few years, you know, go with the young kids, you know, go with Allmark and Swayman, see how they do. You know, if they lay an egg, they lay, an, you know, it's it's a learning process. You know, you know, I want to see Trent Frederick get some more time. He didn't get any time in the playoffs, you know. And what about Jake DeBrusque? I mean, is he going to be back on this on the second line? Is he going to be, you know, playing with 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 Hall and whoever whoever the center is? It's there's a lot of questions, you know, for this upcoming season. I mean, right now the only the only question we don't have right now, I mean, the only question that like has an answer is the goaltending. You're going to have a Omar and Swayman for the first half of the year, and then the second half of the year. And if they're playing well, I don't know. Maybe maybe you don't sign Tuca. Maybe you know you let him walk. So who knows? But. I have a feeling, though, if the Bruins were to not resign Tuka Rask, and they got to the playoffs, I don't think Olmark and Swayman would wouldn't do very well in the playoffs. But we would have to. We'll have to wait and see, you know, till the season starts. All right, now, so you know, wait until October. You know, when the season starts, when they get camp going, and we'll figure out how things are going in camp. But then, but then we all have to figure out. You know, you know who's going to be that second line. That's the big question. Who's going to be on that second line? Are they going to trade some? Are are they going to trade for a center? Are they going to bring in Jack Eichel? I still think Joe Thornton might would be a fun would be a fun catch, and maybe with Joe Thornton, you know, playing on that second line with Hall, maybe that seems like a spark. You know, you never know. You know, you you, you got to take you you got to experiment a little. And to be honest, I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of experimenting with Taylor Hall in a center, all right? Now, Taylor Hall in the center, you know, who are they going to get? And to be honest, I don't want to see a revolving door like what Krejci had the past couple of years, not having any decent wingers. So, But we'll see what happens with Charlie Coyle. You know, on the second line, maybe that'll work out. You know, if not, then, you know, I say go with Jack Stanica or even, even Jack Beach, even, even, even Beecher. So, you know, that's the way things are going to roll right now. You know, I have no idea what's going to go on. You know, my hope is that they would they would have, they would have signed David Krejci. And it still ticks me off that he went and took his, you know, here he has, he finally had a center. I mean, it finally had a winger. He finally had that winger he's been looking for ever since Lucic and Horton left. He they have he hasn't had a decent winger with him since then. Because back then they were the top line. That was the top, people don't know this, but the Lucic, Krejci, and Horton line they were the top line on the Bruins. And it was, and it was, and it was Marshon Bergeron and Tyler Sagan were the second line. People don't realize that. But now David Krejci gets a winger, finally gets a winger, and he leaves. And now the Bruins have to fill a hole, and we don't know who's gonna fill that hole. And I bet you Tyler. Taylor Taylor Hall Tyler Taylor Taylor Hall is probably saying to himself what the hell just happened I had a center that was I I was expecting a big year because I was playing on a with one of with one of the best centers in the league or top centers in the league and he goes and he built and he leaves now now you know I was expecting a left from hall this year I was expecting you know 30. 35 40 goal season from him. Now that he's not going to have a center, I don't know. And it's ticking me off that David Krejci had to go ahead and do this. It really aggravates me that he had to, you know, pack up his things, say I'm taking my pucks and my stick, I'm packing my bag and I'm going back to I'm going back to the Czech Republic. And I'm like, why are you going back to the Czech Republic? You had everything here. I mean, you had you had the perfect the perfect winger for you right here, finally, and you bolt. And to be honest, I have a feeling that, you know, if things go well first half of the season, Tuka Rask might do the same thing. He's gonna bail. He is he might just say, you know what, you guys are doing fine with, without me. I'm going back to Finland, and then we don't have to worry about Tuca. You know, the Tu Tuca. He's a choke artist, and everything. People won't be talking about that because you know what people are gonna. You know what Bruins fans are gonna be talking about? How Olmark is a is gonna be is gonna choke, or how Swayman is gonna. They're gonna be the next target. They are gonna be the next target, or maybe even, you know, somebody. Maybe Taylor Hall will be the next target because, you know people are going to be expecting a lot of good things from him but who knows it's just it's 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 going to be a crazy season i don't expect the bruins to do to do well don't expect them to win the division i expect tampa bay to win the division i mean if they'll be lucky if they finish in the top 3 all right cuz i have a feeling the top 3 teams in the division are going to be are going to be Tampa Bay, Toronto, and possibly Montreal in, that, in the division. And the Bruins are going to be lucky. You know, maybe the Bruins might squeak into that third spot, but they may have to rely on a wild card. The Bruins are going to have to, this season, they're going to have to rely on a wild card spot. No doubt about it. No doubt about that. Because you're going to have, I mean, even even the wild card. Think about this one. There's going to be, you not, you not only have, you know, those, you know, the teams in your division. But you're going to have to deal with, if you're fighting for a wild card, you're going to have to deal with Philadelphia. You're going to have to deal with the Rangers. You're going to have to probably end up dealing with, I would say, you know, possibly Ottawa. You know, who knows? But right now, you know, in the divisions, I have a feeling, in that, in that, div- it's going to be Tampa. You know what? You can possibly throw in, throw in the, um, the Florida Panthers in there too. Yeah, just come to think about it. So it's going to be a tough division. So out of the top three, it's going to be, it's going to be Tampa, of course. It's probably going to be Florida, and probably Toronto. All right, and you're still going to have to battle for that wild card. And it's going to be and then that's when it's going to be wide open because not only because you're going to have to battle with the other teams in the metro in the metropolitan division. All right? Philly, the Rangers. You know, maybe the Devils a little bit. You know? Um Carolina, Carolina there too. You know, cuz you know cuz we all know the top team the top teams in that division are probably going to be the capitals the islanders and probably carolina is going to be up there and then you're going to be battling it out with the rangers the flyers possibly the penguins you know maybe the devils in there ottawa montreal i mean it's going to be a crapshoot and this and that's the thing that worries me is like all the rest of these teams, the Carolinas, the Islanders, the Florida Panthers, you know, the New York Rangers, they're all getting better. You know, they're all adding like young talent and the Bruins can't even find, you know, the, the Bruins can't even find any. So hopefully, hopefully the Bruins will actually be able to use a John Beecher this year, or maybe Jack Nican would have a, a great season. You know, because we already know that the young guys like McAvoy and Pasternak are there. It's the rest of these young core guys that I hope step up. You know, Jake DeBrusque, Who knows? He's probably still on a milk carton somewhere in in Edmonton. And the last I heard, he was going to Ed. He, there was a trade being worked out between the Bruins and the Edmonton Oilers. So who knows what's going on there? So it's it's going to get to be. Um, you know, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks. And, you know, once camp starts, or once we go get through camp and a little bit of, you know, preseason games, we might get a chance to see what Bruce Cassidy's plan is for that second line. Now, the one thing that is really, you know, the one thing that's really going to bother me is if, you know, all of a sudden he decides he doesn't want to you know play the younger players you got to go with you got to start playing those young players i mean frederick didn't even, trent frederick didn't even play in the playoffs maybe maybe they would have beaten the islanders if they would have played um trent frederick they needed his toughness and apparently toughness is going to be the the name of the game coming up this season I mean, look, look at the look at the Washington Capitals. Tom Wilson. What did the What did the Rangers do? The Rangers went out and got Ryan Reeves and former Bruin Jared Tenorti. So, and and and, I know I get on the Ranger fans a lot, but you know what? I don't want to hear the bull crap of Marsh Brad Marchand being a dirty player when. You Ranger fans, yes, have Ryan Reeves, Jared Tenorti on your team. Two goons. Of course, Tenorti was with the Bruins for a good part of last year, but still, you have Tenorti, you're going to have Reeves. Okay? You're going to have Reeves. He's a bigger bigger douchebag than Brad Marchand is. So, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear from any Ranger fan out there saying that Brad Marchand is a dirty player. Yeah, he was. He was a dirty player. All right? So don't give me that BS. But then all of a sudden, your your general manager goes out and gets gets another dirty piece of garbage. He's worse than he's worse than Marchand. And let me tell you this, I'm hoping that first game between Washington and and the Rangers? Oh, I hope, I hope. And Tom Wilson, <laughs> I I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for a freaking bloodbath between those two guys, those those two teams, like they did last year. But to be honest, you know, you're gonna go out and you're gonna go out. Ranger fans are gonna sit there. I'm like, well, we got you know, Brad Marchand. He's a dirty player. He should, you know, he's been suspended plenty of times. And I'm like, but then your general manager goes out and gets Ryan Reeves. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, just, you know, don't start with me. Just don't start with me, all right? Brad Marchand has been a clean player for the past couple of seasons, and yet the Ranger fans are going to get on him when they when their general manager hires, you know, comes in and gets, you know, gets us some dirt ball. I don't want to hear it. I honestly don't want to hear it. But, of course, I am because they like to run their mouths. You know, so... this <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I am gonna guess I'm going to start to get hate emails pretty soon. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on this show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. So I'm done with my rant, all right? My blood pressure is high to begin with. It's going to be high once the season starts. So let the games begin. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early,